Oh, all right, we're on. Yes, we have had some good podcasts, you know. The top two listened to podcasts that we that I've done on Slum Society ever are both with you. <laughs> so people like me, but they like you slightly more. <laughs> that's what I've gathered. Oh, that's nice to know. That's what I've gathered. The number yeah. one is the Slumming World conversation that we had. Yeah. That's the number one most listened to podcast that I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people who will have Slimming World um, in their head or experiences. So, yeah, definitely. They've got one million active clients right now. I bet. They have? I bet. Um, how many people have we got in this country? 70 million. 66 million, isn't it's it? One in every I never si- knew that before COVID. I know it now. It's one, in every, <laughs> it's one in every 66 people is at Slimming World right now. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 So, it's a big topic of conversation for people, isn't it? Yeah. And we've come to talk about, not about Slumming World today, but about just programs in general. Maybe a bit about Slumming World. I'd like to yep. I'd like to get some information once again about what goes on. Obviously, you used to be a Slumming World um, consultant, etc. from you. But we've really come to talk about why people do or do not leave programs. Yeah. Haven't we? Yeah. And you suggested this topic. And why they then come back again or not. Because some people do, don't they? Massively. It's a stereotype that people have used Slumming World 10 times, mm. isn't it? Yeah. So you suggested this topic of conversation. What What were you thinking? Um, and why did this conversation come up for you? Um, because it's always something to do with the group. It's always something to do with something that someone either says or posts in the group. Without six steps to Slim group. Six steps yeah. to Slim, yeah. That then sparks something in my mind as to that would be a good conversation. Because it because somebody will put something or say something and I'll want to write an essay. Mm. And then I'll think this, this is something to talk about. So, for example, I think we've discussed recently that I've probably introduced possibly eight people to the program Mm -hmm. Uh, and we've talked before about how how that came about as to you know I I once said to you how do I tell other people about this and Mm. you said don't just wait and then people start coming to you to say have you lost some weight recently Mm. how did you do it can I have some information and that's what's happened with the I'll say eight I've not actually counted them but there's probably eight however some of those are no longer in the program Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, you know, mm-hmm. they're not necessarily close friends that I could go and say, you're not in the programme anymore. Why is that? What's happened? Mm-hmm. So I don't really know, but some of them I do know because they've come to me and said, I'm going to quit the programme. How do I tell Connor? What's the best way of going about it? Mm-hmm. I feel embarrassed or, or whatever. So some of them I do know why. And it's made me start to think about why people join programmes, mm-hmm. why they stick with it mm. and why they quit mm. and subsequently potentially rejoin. Mm. And I think there's a, a massive conversation there on in, in each of those different things. We probably all know why people join because there's, a, there's lots of different reasons and we've talked about those many times before, why people join, you know, for, for fitness, for health, for um, fertility reasons. For, there's lots of reasons why people get to a point in time and decide they want to join a group, whether that's the Slimming World or Weight Watchers or something more independent. But I don't think we've really talked before about why people leave or stay and then what makes them rejoin again. So I thought, I thought that was worth a discussion. Fantastic conversation, isn't it? Massive. One million different ways we could go with it. Maybe let's talk about why people leave programmes in general then. Because I think it's quite interesting where... Some people leave when it's not working. Yeah. Some people leave when it is working. Yeah. Ah. So it's interesting straight away, isn't it? And yeah, straight away you've got two completely different paths there. 
some people leave because of money. That that's, that's Can I tell you something before we start? Yeah. You know, you said you don't know why people leave. Yeah. I also don't know why people leave. Because 99% of every single person who leaves tells me it's because they can't afford it. Some people, it's because they can't afford it. Yeah. What percentage of people are just saying that though because they don't want to say the actual... And I don't yeah. bug people. Yeah. Because I've learned already that if someone's decided yeah. they're going to quit or leave, yeah. I can convince them to stay. Yeah. But only for like a week. Yeah. Then as but, but that will, I'm not But that would look as if again. you just want the money, I think. I think um, if you said, uh, hang, on minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, can I just talk you around? Or whatever words you use, mm. it may be misconstrued because they've mentioned like money. Yeah, but because yeah. they've mentioned they can't True. afford it, That's a good point. and you start saying, yeah, but I'm sure that you can, is mm. really what you're saying That's true. or what they will hear. Yeah, I don't do that. So no, it does, I, I don't think you should. There's no way you can win in that situation. Because no. I could convince them to stay, maybe, maybe half people or something, yeah. but only for like a week or two. Yeah. The moment I'm not convincing them to stay again, they'll just feel the same. Yeah. They'll just feel the same. Yeah. So So I do think that money is, is potentially mm. a percentage. Small percentage. I think a lot of people believe that that's the reason. I think they think convince they themselves Interesting. that, you know, it's whatever the cost is, whatever program you're on. And mm -hmm. I think at the minute we just need to talk generically, not specifically about this program. Agreed. And actually, probably everything we talk about will be generically. I don't know if anything is specific to this program, but maybe we can explore that. But, but I think people will, will think, and it's a lot of money anyway. Yeah. Right. And what could I do with that money? And whether that is five quid a week to go somewhere or a hundred pound a month or, or whatever the cost is, yeah. you can tell yourself that you don't need it. You can tell yourself that you don't need Sky yeah. Television. You can tell yourself that you don't need whatever. Unless it's rent, gas, electric, food, pretty much you don't need anything else. You don't need any new clothes. You don't need to have your hair cut. So you can convince yourself that you don't need to spend that amount of money mm -hmm. and start telling yourself what you could spend that money on. Mm -hmm. So I think... People convince themselves quite often it's to do with money. Mm -hmm. I think probably oh, that much. A would small be, percent, do you yeah. think? I'm not sure what Would be really is. because of money. I have literally no idea. Yeah, and it depends which way you think about it. Because um, our program's not expensive. Nope. And Slumming World and Weight Watchers are not expensive. Nope. It's not expensive. Um, like Sl Slumming World and Weight Watchers, they're like £20 a month. Yeah. It, it, it comes more down, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, but it comes more down to values than expense because if you only value your health as worth 20 pounds per month yep. i don't know i don't know what that says but to me it says something yep. and if you really think about it if somebody's overweight it's because they're eating too much so they could be spending less on food in the first place couldn't they yep. when people join our program it costs 36 pounds per month yeah that's the same as one takeaway yep. so if you cut back at all yep. on your food to improve your health yeah. A lot of people save more money than it costs anyway, if you think about it. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. But I think people see it as a debt, you know, because it's a monthly way. subscription yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Well, well, ours is, a six step slim, is a monthly amount that comes out of your bank. I think people yeah. see that as it's a debt, as okay. opposed to potentially going to Slimming World and paying the money each week. Although you can buy monthly uh, things and 12-week yeah, countdowns do and all sorts of packages. But I think a lot of people just pay, you know, either on the card or cash so. or whatever each week. So that possibly doesn't feel as much like money as a debt coming. When you're doing your monthly things, what's coming out of my bank account, you know, my mortgage, my blah, 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 blah. Ooh, my Slimming World stuff, you know, my, sorry, my six debts to Slimming. You know, so it's seen as a monthly debt maybe. 
Maybe, maybe. I'm not know. sure. I've never really thought about it that way. Maybe. Um, to me, instinctually, if it was me, it would seem maybe the opposite in some ways. Because if I have to actually hold cash, if I have to go to the bank account, click the bank button, see how much my balance is, take 20 quid out, hold the 20 quid, walk to Slimming World and give it to the person, that feels more like cash to me. Yes, but you don't have to pay cash, do you? You could just tap can a card. Can you pay one monthly? No, but you could just tap a card. It doesn't have to be physical Tapping cash. Tapping a card feels like less cash than cash. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I mean, yeah, but that, yeah. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I, I, I don't know the answers to that. I one. don't. I don't. And and I, I'm not surprised that you've said that people say it's money. Everyone says it's the money. Yeah. Yeah. Basic. Some some people say it's other things. Mo- not very often though. No. Literally ninety five percent. No. Even know what percent. Very no. high. And and when I ran my two or three classes that I used to run, I don't really. I don't really remember people saying that. Well, you see, the thing is, they didn't have to tell you that they were quitting. Slimming well, that's the difference. Now we're getting somewhere now because okay. with our program, it is a monthly subscription mm-hmm. or amount or payment or what, whatever oh, you want so to Slimming call World, it. You could just not come back and you then just, you just don't go, turn up the week after because it's pay as you go. Yes, Ooh. now yours, right. there's the, the, the Slim Society, you can just cancel your subscription. There's nothing oh, that yeah, you, you you've can. not you got just, like you, you know, chains around somebody's wrist no saying that you've got yeah. to come to you to be able to quit. They, you could just stop your payment. All right, I'll tell you another thing. Probably 50% of people who leave completely ignore me and don't say anything and they'll quit. And if I message them, they either won't open it or some people even block me. You know, you know even people that I'm friends with? That's and, mean. And they, they'll feel embarrassed. So I don't judge them. and I don't take it personally. I've learned better than this. I've been doing this job too long mm. to take it personally. And also, I, I know that I have done that to other companies myself. Yeah. I've done that. I used to do martial arts in different places and sometimes it's pay as you go. And then one time I got injured and I just never went back to this martial arts academy ever again. They might have thought they did something wrong. No, I just got injured and then I fell out of the habit. Another time I quit and went to a different academy and I didn't necessarily go back and tell them, hey, look, I'm switching. Because I wasn't really thinking about it. I just started trying a different place and then just started going there instead. Yeah. You know, so I've even done that to other Interesting, interesting. Because, yeah, I mean, when I ran the classes... People could buy, a, they used to call it a countdown, and you paid for 10 weeks but got 12 weeks or something. So you paid for 10 and got two weeks free. So you bought this, and it was all very paper-based when I did it. You know, it wasn't sort of like iPads and all this. So people got a card, and they'd bring the card, and you'd stamp it. You know, that kind of thing, see how many weeks they'd, they'd used out of their um, out of their countdown. But even that, once the countdown finished, it finished. You know, there, there mm-hmm. wasn't any rollover, and you had to subscribe again mm-hmm. or anything. So people just stopped coming. And we used to have sort of, um, uh, well, once again, I don't know whether it was Slimming World who told us to do this or whether I just did this. But I used to have some little um, slips of paper that said, you know, sorry, missed you in class this week. Hope you're well. Is there anything I can do to help you? Give me a ring on this number. Hope to see you next week. And of course, they all used to go in an envelope with a stamp on and in the post because there wasn't anything like texting or messaging or Facebook or anything then. Sound like a right old crock, don't have it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but no, you know, that that's how it worked. So I used to send that. And then there was a second one that said, you know, you've now been missing two weeks. Is this something I can help you with? Are you ill? You know, that kind of thing. But all very caring kind of thing. Not where were you, you know, but, but it was all about... You know, we missed you, nice. and, and please come back and all that. That's nice. Yeah, so, you know, missed you, hope to see you again soon. And then after that, after two, that was it. You just drew a line under it. But I always used to think... What did I do? What did I do? What didn't I do? What could I have done 
differently Sometimes to keep that be, person. I would say mostly it's, it wouldn't have been your fault. Though. No, and, and actually, I don't think it was. You know, there yeah, the, might have been so. the odd person who perhaps didn't gel with me or didn't Correct. like my particular class and went to a different one that or something. Sense. Even that's not necessarily your fault. No. It's not your fault the way that you are or do things. No. Is it? No. You, and sometimes it might have been you. Sometimes it might be me. Yeah. Most of the time it's the person's life though. Yeah. Either they're struggling or they're finding it too hard yeah. or they just can't focus on it or they just don't want to or it seems like too much stress for some reason. But I've been thinking about this and I've been thinking that there are different kinds of dieters. All right. Right. So a lot of people who used to come to my classes came with an event in mind or a moment in mind. So an external motivation that would yeah, be. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So they join because they were going on holiday. Yep. Right, so they'd join and they'd got six weeks before they were going off to Mallorca on a plane and wanted to wear a bikini or something. Mm. And they'd come and they'd not really say that, but you gathered that in the first okay. sort of conversation as to I've got a holiday in six weeks, I've got a holiday in six weeks. And you knew pretty much that you'd got that person for six weeks. And after that, after being on holiday, you would never see them again. Interesting. So I don't know what their class does, but they, you know, and they may have been big people and really small people, but we they could don't. call them event based dieters. Yes. Or I'm making it up. That's, yeah, that's yes. a term. So, so they literally <laughs> wanted to lose as much weight as they possibly could in a short space of time to make them ready to feel to feel happy going on holiday and then to actually put it all back on when they're on holiday and that that was that was the plan you know the plan they, they never planned to yeah. stay for any length of time or never planned to get down to a goal weight or anything it was literally i'm here i've got 6 weeks go for it and yeah. those people tended to come for the 6 weeks lose a fair bit because mm. they've got Massive motivation and a short mm. period of time and a goal at mm. the end. I've got this dress that I need to get into or I've got the bikini or I've got whatever. And then you almost knew you'd never see them again and you never did. But then they'd come back again. For another event. For another event, which might be next year's holiday mm. or it might be little black dress at Christmas mm. type thing. That, you know, five weeks before Christmas, I'm going on these four Christmas do's. So I need to come and I need to do the same again. And they were difficult people to sort of look after because there was no long term, there was no education, there was no anything that they were interested in. No or, real habit building. No. Just smash it now. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was almost like, I don't need the books, I don't need anything, I know what I'm doing, I just need to come to this class for six weeks. Yeah, I'm not going to eat much, I'm just, I'm yeah. here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to eat much, I'm going to starve myself, I need somebody to just check the scales for me sort of thing. A bit of accountability, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I will say on Six Steps to Slim, we basically never get that. No, I don't think you... I, don't, I can't imagine it. Sometimes, but then that person will always say... Just going to have me drink. No, it's all good. But then some people <clears> will say, I've got this event coming up three months, six months, a year later, whatever it might be. Sometimes it's a year later. But they'll always say, and then after that, I'm, obviously I'll be carrying on and I'm, I'm looking to... <clears> we always get people looking for long-term change. Yeah. It's, it's usually people have already... They've done that by the time they get to me. 10 times, yeah. twice a year, yeah. for, or once a year for some period of years. They've been doing that over and over again, and now they're getting sick of it. And people come to me, and I talk to them on the phone. Yeah. I say, why are you here? What are you looking to get help with? And basically everyone says, I'm sick of all the fad diets. I've, I've tried this diet, that diet, the other thing. It works for a bit, and then I get sick of it or bored of it, and then I go back to eating normal, yeah. and the weight just goes up and down. And so now I actually just want to just eat better. I actually just want to eat healthier and make positive changes. And I'm like welcome yeah yeah but also i think we've talked about this before that people come to our program 
because it's the last chance saloon almost. I've done yes. this, I've been there, I've tried this, I've done whatever. I don't know what else to do. Somebody's told me about you. I think that's only because at this point we're not that famous. So yeah. I think, I think, so I think by the time people find out about us, they've already been through a, a lot of the more popular programs. Yeah. I think that's probably... The more well-known ones. Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably one of the reasons because we're yeah. just smaller and newer. Yeah. Like something they've been around since like 1980. Yeah. It was Six Steps of Slim's fourth birthday, like recently, wasn't yeah. it? So yeah. you know, it's, yeah. So, we're, but we're, also, they're national, you know. And I know that we're now starting to get members that are not just Sheffield based. It's it's widening yeah, out, yeah, isn't yeah. it? But it was very much Sheffield. Start, yeah, you know, it used to be called Slim Society Sheffield. Right. It literally did. And after yeah. about a year or two, I removed that. Yeah. Because more people were joining from outside, and I wanted it to be more. Yes. Fully inclusive for everyone. Yeah. But I did start it locally. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Slimmingly, there's one in every town or exactly. five in every town. Or, or, and the same with Weight Watchers, etc., etc. Light to life, I presume. Way higher there. marketing budgets yeah. as well. You go down the street, you see Slimming World banners yeah. on sides of churches. and. Do you know that halls. we used to have to pay for all those? Yeah, I think you told me before. Yeah, there was a, yeah. so little money to be made in it, yeah. in all honesty, because, you yeah. know, I had to pay for all those that, the letters that I'm saying, the yeah. paper, the printing, the stamps, the everything. And then any kind of advertising that we did, whether mm. it was posters, flyers, anything, because it was all paper-based, it was all, you would just have to pay for it yourself. I'm not sure if that's still the case or not. No, I, think, I don't think it is now. I'm not sure if it's still the case no. or not. But anyway, things change though, don't else. they? Yeah. Things change, and I but think like it's... you've got the social media now, where everything was paper, and you had to, you know, order your own things, and you had these like a board things that you wrote on. You had to buy those yourself, your big folders yourself. Even the f um, uh, you used to have people assigning in books, and that you used to have to order those and pay for those and everything, <laughs> just to, like, to pay for loads of stuff. But anyway, doesn't sound like crazy money to be made. I agree. No. But it depends on how big your class was. If your class was absolutely massive... Yeah, and how good then, you help people. Yeah. How good of a coach you are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah okay. But, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's also due to the way that I frame things as well. Because I, f I feel like maybe people, they've, they've either tried something well before or they've at least heard about it. They know what's involved. They know they're going to have to cut out junk food and they're basically not allowed to eat much of this or that, but they've got to stick to these kind of foods. And they just think, all right, fuck it. I'll just put up with it for like 10 weeks and then mm. I'll just get some weight off and then yeah. I'll, I'll see how I feel after my event. Um, yeah, so I, I don't frame our program like that. I no, frame it as healthy term. eating, habit change, positivity. Yeah, we're doing long lasting change. We're going to lose weight. We're going to do it the right way this time. It's, yeah. I can't say that Six Step Slim's not a diet because it, it is, but I can't. Yeah. I also wouldn't class it as a fad diet. It's no. more like healthy habit change. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, um, I've got a really exciting partnership with Westfield Health coming up soon. And I've been talking back and forth with their managers and people and salespeople and all this kind of stuff. And they were saying, um, they, they were asking me, like, what does the program involve? What do you teach people? Mm. And I basically, I just basically said it's healthy eating. Yeah. You know, like they were asking me, is it like low carb? Is it this? What is it? Is it that? Is it exercise? Yeah. Is it this? I was just like, eh, it's just healthy eating, you know, it's just like. But the big thing that you'll need to add into that, and I'm sure that you are at some point, is the mindfulness. The mindful eating. There is a that's, lot of psychology in it. That has been yeah. huge for me. Yeah. Huge well, for me. Well, step one of the programs called Mindful Eating. Yeah. Isn't it? And it, I don't know that any other program teaches you that, or, or at least gives you... Some do, but not as good as us. No. Some, some do. No. Like, there's one that pretends to at the minute called Noom. Have you heard oh, of that? I those? have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it pretends to. Yeah. Um, some people have used that program and then left it and joined our program. And, yeah. taught, and then I've asked them, oh, what's it like actually, that program? Because I've obviously never tried it. Yeah. Um, they proclaim to be a healthy habit change mindfulness yeah. program. But, 
But that, but that has been the difference for me. Yeah. Massively, that has been the difference. Yeah. Because out of anything that I have ever done, the biggest thing with this one is the whole you can eat anything but not everything mm. mantra. That is huge for me. Everything else that I've ever done, and you know that I've done everything many, many times, mm. everything else is you have that and you've gone off it. True. You know, you have your second glass of wine. That's it, I've gone off it now. I've used all my sins. Oh, I might as well. Mm. And then it's that might as well. Da, 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 start again in January, whatever. Or I've had, you know, a whole packet of biscuits. So I've gone off it now. So whereas this is very much so. I've had a whole packet of biscuits. So I better not have anything else today. Or I'll or not I'll have any breakfast tomorrow. Or it'll be good for a few days in future. Yeah. It's yeah. like I can catch back up or I can... Rain it back in. Whatever word you want to use, mm. you can think about what you've just done. It's a zoomed oh. out perspective, that's all it is. Absolutely. It's just Absolutely. zoomed out. But nothing else has ever given me that perspective. This perspective for me is, doesn't matter what you do, you can catch it back. Which, of course, you could with everything else. You can, you're right. But, but they it's just not, don't teach you that. They don't teach you that. They teach you that you're allowed however many sins a day, 15 or whatever, it's sins a day. Well, I've now had 30, so I've blown it, so I don't know what I'm going to do now. I might as well. It's like I don't know what to do now because there's there's no teaching as to what to do when you blow it. Mm. it it's it's sort of, yeah, not, not really thought about that before, but but definitely if the mindfulness to me should, should be a huge selling part of this programme. And I don't know if mindfulness is the right word because I think that's a bit of a well, in-word at we the call minute. It mindful eating, don't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. Some people call it intuitive eating, but that's way worse of a term in my opinion. Yeah, you've I've, talked to me I've about given that you a rant, I've given you a rant before about that, haven't I? Yeah. Intuitive eating is a different yeah, thing. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that, that is different because, you know, I've read so many times, you know, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. Mm. They're just words, really. It, it's for some right. people, that doesn't work. It, doesn't it is work. right, but for some people, they're never about, full. I've told you about my mom. My mom is never full. She yeah. just says that she will eat whatever is on her plate, whether the plate's that big or it's that big, because she never, ever feels full. Some people she like never, that. ever feels desperately hungry either. Mm. She just doesn't have that valve mm. or whatever that, that that is that you've got. She yeah. doesn't have it. For some people, that's real. Yeah. And and she literally can and you know if you put my mum in front of like a buffet, she can just carry on and carry on and carry on going yeah. back and back and back and eating and never being full. So if you say stop when you're full, she she just wouldn't be yeah, able to. I understand. I don't know how many people fit into that category. Maybe not that many, but it's hard to know when you're full, isn't it? Unless you're stuffed to the point that you're almost being sick. True. It's a proportional thing, but so it's a scale. Whereas some people are never hungry and. The thought of food makes them feel sick. Yeah. Not many people, but a few. And then on the other end of the spectrum, there's people who are always hungry and they never fall and they can just basically eat forever. Yeah. And everybody falls somewhere on the continuum, but more people are more towards the end of can eat loads yeah. and like to eat loads of food and we enjoy, especially with processed foods these days and hyper palatable, nice tasting. Yeah. All really not very filling. Not foods. very fibrous, not very filling, fast digesting, carbohydrate, high fat, low protein style foods. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. We love it. More yeah. people are more of that yeah. end. Yeah. And they don't fill you. So you can continue eating and eating and eating and still not getting any fuller. Yeah. Which we've talked about many times about the snack, snacking versus hunger and craving versus hunger. Yeah. And, and, and the buffet is an interesting example as well, where there's a lot of studies showing that the more different food options you've got, the more food you can eat as well. Ah. Um, because when you, if you eat the same type of food, even if you love it, let's say it's cake, every time you eat the same 
bit of cake again and again and again, the dopamine hit from it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So the pleasure lessens and lessens. Ah. But then if you switch to a different cake or ice cream, the dopamine hit is rebranded again and it feels great again. Uh, so when you're at a buffet, you're like Chinese and then you're like pizza yeah. and then you're like Indian, then all these, <laughs> some chips and then and you're like- Don't oh. ever go to Cosmo. Exactly. You're excited again and again <laughs> yeah. and again and your brain's continually excited. Yeah. Whereas like at a, a carvery or something, sometimes you can go back for unlimited vegetables. Yeah. But how many times do you? Yeah. Once if never. Yeah. Maybe not at all. You just fill your plate, you eat and it's done. Or you go back once, maybe for a bit more. Yeah, yeah. But there's not that many options. You've tried it all. It's not that exciting yeah. food. It's just veg. So yeah. it's not really, yeah. So you're just not even that bothered really. Yeah. But when it's a, a Cosmo buffet. Yeah. Like you, said, like you say, start with the Indian, oh! go on to the Chinese, keep, keep on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's really exciting. Oh, I'll try a bit of that. Oh, I'll try a bit of that. Interesting. Oh, gosh, yeah. that's a whole different podcast maybe. Mm, I it's, could it's, just it, think of going in it's the lots of... the psychology of food. Yeah. This is what we're talking about with the mindfulness. But it is, yeah. And and. You know, well, I could talk about all of that for forever, but I think we've probably let's just come back to our uh, our mm. whole slimming world thing. Uh, not not the slimming world thing. The reasons why people quit. Yes. Because the 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 main reason that I wanted to have this this um, discussion is because the biggest reason that I believe that people quit mm-hmm. is because they think that they could do it on their own now. Are you talking about any program or our program? All. And are you talking about every single person? Because I would say most people quit because they're on. If we took into account every program, I would say most people quit because they're struggling or they don't like it or it's not working. Because most diets just don't work for most people. There's a there's a percentage of people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, maybe I've said most people, and I know I know I'll say a lot of people. Then maybe not okay. most, because what you've just said, yeah. There will the people that will quit for lots of different reasons. Percentage, percentage, percentage. I'm talking so, about like the people said, who are quitting because it's not going it, well, it, or they're not liking it. It's not going well. They're not liking it. Yeah, they will be the people who usually will just drop out. I think and probably not tell you that they're going to drop out okay. or or what have you. There'll be the money aspect. There'll be the time aspect. Sure. Not on our program, but on ones where Wednesday night half past six you go and get weighed. It's sure. like or ones where you have to do a high step count every day or something. Yeah, like yeah. So it's age, like. A, I haven't got the time. Yes. Or Wednesday nights is now not convenient. Well, there's a Slimming World class on a Thursday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, yeah, but... Well, it, 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 uh, you know, so you've got all the reasons. <laughs> so was that really the reason, etc., etc. Yeah. But there are people, and I have been in this category many times myself, as to, I've got the books, I've read them from cover to cover, I've got the recipes, mm-hmm. I know what I need to do, I don't need to keep paying my mm-hmm. £5 a month, my 38 equipment, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's the point in that? I mm-hmm. already know it all now. I know what to do. Mm-hmm. I might as well carry on myself. Mm-hmm. Is one half of your brain. Yes. But I still believe the other half is, and I'm a bit fed up with it anyway, and I might as well, I could just have a bit of a break and I'll just pick it back up again later on. And So right. I'm sure that there's another half that mm-hmm. is really what you said is, it's not really working. Mm-hmm. But there's the, what, what am I getting out of this? that I can't just do myself. I know I know what to do. It's exactly fine. Right. So I know what to do. It's costing me, it's a debt, and I might as well do it myself. And I'm being successful anyway. I've lost a fair bit anyway. So I've got mm-hmm. a buffer, mm-hmm. or, or wh- whichever way you want to look at it, and therefore I'm going to go it alone. Mm-hmm. And I think the minute you make that decision, your eating habits change. I agree. The absolute minute. I agree. So the minute you think... 
And we've talked before about the corset thing that I think is a, just a great analogy about you've either got the corset on, laced up, pulled in as to, just I'm on a date, I'm on a date, I'm on a date, I can't have this, I can't have that. Or you've un, unlaced the corset a bit and you're like, I can eat a bit and I can exercise a bit and I can lose a bit and however. Or you take off the corset and you sling it in the bin. That's it. So I think the minute you make that decision that you're quitting the slimming programme that you're on, mm-hmm. the corset goes in the bin and you think, right, mm-hmm. what can I, I can have anything I want now. And you might tell yourself you're only going to have what you want today or just just, just this once. Yep. But... I'm just going to finish today off and then tomorrow I'm going to carry on how I've always done it when I was on that programme, but I'm just doing it on my own now and I'm saving myself X amount of money mm. a month by doing it. And the morning after, something's changed mm. there because already you've lost the commitment, you've lost the accountability, you've lost all of the things that I want to talk about the ABC because I always forget what the ABC stands for. But in my head, it's about accountability. And I don't know if that's what the A stands for. It's not, but it's... It right, do, so, so it's, it's accountability, yeah. knowledge, yeah. and being part of a group. Amazing. Is, that, that's is, the same thing. Yeah. So all of those together equal, equal potential success, not necessarily mm. success, but potential success, which is what you get out of being part of a group. And the only box that you're ticking is the knowledge box. So you're ticking knowledge, saying, I now know what to do. Mm-hmm. I know because mm-hmm. Connor's told me about this or mm-hmm. Slimming World have told me about that or I know that this has worked in the past, so I'll do that. But you've lost the other two pieces. Yep. And the other two pieces, for me, are the difference that and it the, makes. They're more important than the knowledge bit. Absolutely. Because you've always had the knowledge in some way. If you're, if you're a seasonal, seasoned dieter. Eat less, move more. Yeah. Everyone knows. Yeah, eat less, move more. Everyone knows. You know, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. End of. Everyone knows. So, easy. Well, simple, but not easy. Exactly. It? This is the yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So, basically, everybody who comes to see me says they know what to do, but they just can't do it. Because knowing what to do is not the same as being able to do it. Absolutely. I know how to score a penalty in a football match. Yeah. <laughs> but if I tried to, it's not going to go well. No. I'm probably going to fall over. I know all I have to do is run up and kick the ball, but can I get it into the top corner? No, because I don't play football. I'm not good at that kind of thing. No. You know, I know how to do a bullseye on a darts board, stand at the line, throw the dart. Yeah. Doesn't mean I can Aim do it. Into the middle. I'm not going to hit the, I'm, I'm going to probably miss the board. I yeah. don't play darts. I can't do that. Knowing what to do, it's not the same. People misunderstand what I do. And when I say we've got an education program, they think, oh, but I already know what to do. It's not about that. Yep. We're teaching you how to actually do it. You know that you need to eat less and move more, but how do you actually fit that into your lifestyle? You haven't got all the pieces of the puzzle or all the tools, like you're saying. So I think people quit programs for two, we could go two categories because people quit, like we said at the beginning, when it is working sometimes and when it's not working yes. sometimes. Kind of makes more sense to quit when it's not working. Yeah. In some, in some respects, no. In some respects, yes. Because there's a famous phrase, you've got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. Okay. And it's, I mean, it's a poker thing. Yeah. But sometimes if it's not working, you need to just reassess, readjust, adjust a little bit, try again. If you quit everything the first time it's not working, you're never going to succeed in anything in your life. No. So sometimes you need to know when to hold them and when to keep trying and push on. Sometimes, though, if you've been trying for a while and you're on a specific fat loss program and it's just not working or gelling for you, you have to know when to fold them as well. Otherwise, you could spend years just wasting your life on something. You're just banging your head against a wall, aren't you? So that's a delicate balance, but it makes kind of more sense because if something's not working for you at some point, you've got to try something different, haven't yeah. you? So you've got to give something a length of time. Yeah. 
But you're exactly right. There's another category of people, and this happens to us on the Six Steps to Slim program because we make it so simple and easy for people that people think that they can do it on their own. So they think, all right, yeah, I've got it sorted. I've got this under control. I'll do it on my own. Yeah. But really what they're doing is they're removing the direct stimulus that's allowing them to actually do it. Because yeah. if you could do it alone, why weren't you before you joined? Yeah. You weren't doing it. Then you joined and we started chatting and you started doing what we said we were going to do. And then it's working. And, th and there's nobody, sorry to interrupt, but there's nobody who joins or says, I've never heard of calorie counting before. Oh, no, that's definitely true. It, it, Most no, I mean, people have tried so, it before. So, so they come into the programme not because it's something brand new. It's a new fad. The, the, the programme might be new. But the ulterior thing, they must have counted calories before or at least heard of them or at people least be able it, to yeah. Google it and find it out. I'd say 75% of people have tried calorie counting yeah. before. So, so the other 25 have definitely heard of them. Yeah. They know what calories are. So, so like you say, you know, yeah. they come into the programme knowing it before and not having done it before. So why, you know, if they didn't do it before, how are they going to do it afterwards exactly? Yeah, they, it wasn't working for them before. They, yeah, yeah, exactly. But then they join. And it's not, again, it's not because, it's not just I say, I say to you, here, here, Lynn, you should eat roughly this many calories. And you're like, really? Fucking hell, I've never thought never of that. Thought, yeah. Oh my God, really? Yeah. All right, then I will. Yeah. And then you just do it. Yeah, and it all drops off it's and that's that easy, the end. Is it? That's yeah. my job. Yeah. That's, come on, yeah. come on. Yeah. Um, it's not about that. It's about the accountability, the support, the community, the external motivation, yeah. the the checking in, isn't it? They're, they're Absolutely. The actual... And the ongoing personal coaching, Yes, I believe. Yes. So I've said to you many times, you know, that the other massive thing for me about this programme as opposed to anything else is it's sort of a personal mm -hmm. Um, program for me. Yes. Right? I have to count calories. You have to count calories. The other, however many members, have to count calories. I know we don't necessarily count them all the way through, right from beginning to end. Yeah, but it's a calorie-based. It's yeah. a calorie-based dieting, yeah. whatever program. Well, maybe not. We could say then not everybody has to count calories. Everybody's controlling calories. Yes. Yes. But what I'm saying is, if I came to you and said, Connor, I'm really struggling. Can I have a chat? Can we meet up? Can we whatever? You're not going to come with you with a booklet that's the booklet that says, here you are, reread the booklet. Um, <laughs> it's a booklet that I gave to such a body yesterday and I'm going to give it to the same person what do you mean tomorrow. You're struggling What's your problem? Count calories. Yeah. You so you will say to me, I know you, Lynn. And, and that I find amazing that out of all the hundreds of people, you do seem as if you get to know people quite quickly. But, or you can remember the, the conversations that you had when they first joined and say, do you remember you said that you always struggle with lager and cake? Mm -hmm. Me. You always struggle with lager and cake. So therefore, let's talk about the lager and cake situation in your life. Or somebody else might say, your trouble that you've got is that you work shifts. Let's try and work out how we can incorporate the shift work into this. Another person will say, I've got a family at home and I have to buy my sweets and crisps for my children. So, so each person will come to you with almost a unique set of things. There'll mm -hmm. be categories like yeah. the shift worker and the whatever. Mm -hmm. But each person will come to you with their own specific issues, needs, lifestyle, whatever. And you will not tailor the program to them, but advise them according to their situation. Yeah. Not according to, like I say, I've told you before, how many times I have to tell you, it's this number of calories, you just need to walk more. What, what's simple, yeah, you know. Or from my biases or any presets or anything like this. Absolutely. Right. And you don't get that, I don't believe, anywhere else. Unless you pay 
for a personal yeah. nutritionist, coach, yeah. PT, whatever, which would cost you thousands. I suspect I've never gone down that route. Yeah, well, you have because that's what you've got with me. <laughs> yes. I'm just, it's just, I told you it's just cheap. Yes. It's just cheap for what you get because you're exactly right. If you, you can't even get half an hour massage for 30 quid. No. You know what I mean? No. But our program, literally, like you said, if people want to phone call me or meet or talk or mess, good. I want you to. I'm there to help you, literally. And you're right. That's one of the number one things, and this is what I try to explain to people that's different about our program than the than not every other program, but most, 99%, is everywhere else you go, there's a presets and there's a pre-made program, there's a pre-made, prescribed way of eating or doing things, and you go and you see if you can stick to it. Yeah. Slumming World, everybody eats the same. We're, we're the Slumming World Eating Club, and you can come and join us and eat like we do if you want. Come and try. And people are like, all right, I'll try. And then if you go Cambridge, everybody eats like Cambridge, don't they? You, you try, you see if you can stick to it. This per, you, Even personal trainers and, and nutritionists, most of them have got biases. It's the low-carb guy or the yoga girl or the keto person or the whatever. This person, you need loads of deadlifts according to this person. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they've got their biases because it's what they like. And they try and press their biases on you because they think that's the way it should be done. Um Whereas on our program, it's more like lifestyle assessment and adjustment where I talk yeah. to you and get to know what's going on and what in you're doing. In your life, as opposed to... In your to... life, yes, not me. It's no. nothing to do with me. No. no none of my... I no. try really hard not to have... I'm only biased towards the things that are most likely to work and help you the most. That's yeah. what I'm biased yeah. towards. Yeah. Not Based any... on your knowledge and experience of hundreds of other things, not your own personal, although obviously yeah. that'll come into it. One of the things I say is I'm not married to any method. Yeah. And most people are. Most people have got a method. It's yeah. the Slimming World method or the low-carb method or the walking club or the whatever. We do all of that. We yeah. have some members and we have some members who are low-carb, some are high-carb, some are walking, some are can't walk, yeah. some intermittent fast, some eat four times a day. Yeah. You know, because yeah. one of the other ways our program's different is it's not, like I said, it's not a program where everybody does the same thing. All our group is, is it's all my individual clients in one place. Yeah. That's what it really yeah. is. You're not trying to do what anybody else is trying to do. They're not trying to copy you. No. Nobody waits to see what Lynn's no. goals are. Although that also is really useful. The community copying, is definitely copying somebody too. else. Yeah. So you you're right. You've said many times, don't you know, you don't have to be the same as anybody else. You don't have to copy anybody else. You can do your own thing. But the usefulness is seeing all those different things, seeing that somebody on the program is doing fasting. What, what's that all about? Then how does that work? Yeah. And right at the beginning, I remember saying to you, isn't that dangerous, fasting? Oh, you did I thought, say that, yeah. I thought, I thought it was dangerous to, mm. to fast. And then the whole thing as to, you know, my mother taught me that you had to have breakfast in the morning because you can't leave the house unless mm. you've had breakfast because otherwise you'll collapse and die sort of thing. You know, <laughs> so so all these these things, but, but some people do and some people have breakfast as the main meal and some people do this and some people do that. But what's really good is that you can read all that yeah. and think... So, but I want you to choose for yourself. Yeah, That's but also I can then talk to that person even though I don't know who they are, mm -hmm. I don't know what their lifestyle is, but I can talk to that person and say, you're fasting till four o'clock. How does that work then? Or how does that feel? Yeah, how, how does that feel? How, how did you do that? It? And Connor Rose doesn't even have to come into that conversation. I don't You fast. can oversee it. Yeah. And you can think, hang on a minute, they're going off at a path here that's wrong. Yeah. I can chip in and say, can I just pull you both back? Because yeah. actually, the you know something, science something, yeah. says that mm -hmm. this, that, that and that. But otherwise, you can just watch on and say, great, there's a yeah. splinter conversation going on here. Da, 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 da. Also, these four or five people here decide to set up a little walking group. Yep. Okay, lo local to Sheffield, and you can only join really if you're in Sheffield. But 
I'll set up a little walk. Somebody else might say, well, I'm a, a Zumba teacher. Does anybody want to join my group? Yep. Oh, well, that would be really good because that might help me yep. as well. So you've got splinters going off. We're one group, but you've got splinters of different, you know, somebody put on yesterday, didn't they? I'm a shift worker. Yes. Can anybody give me any kind of advice? Yes. Next minute, somebody comes in and says, I'm a shift worker. This is yep. what I do. Yeah. Because I'm not a shift worker, so that's important. Yeah. I can't really answer that question. No. I don't know what it's like to work But I don't feel that you get that with other groups. You might have got a Slimming World Facebook group. Mm. I'm sure that you have. Mm. And I'm sure you know, I'm sure there are hundreds mm. of those. But people will be talking about the same thing. Mm. You know, what is the sin value of this? Yes. Somebody will come back and say, it's six. They'll go, thanks. Mm. Sort of not really. How does anybody manage to, to only have 15 sins a day? It'd be the same strands of conversations. How do I manage to only have 15 sins a day, basically, will be the conversation. Whereas ours is, I've fasted, I've gone protein, I've bought this from Morrison's, I've tried this here, I've started walking, I'm doing Zumba, I'm doing... And you can dip in and dip out. Try different things. Or not. Yes, if you don't like it. Or not even bother with the Facebook side and just mm -hmm. do the calories each each day, tell you what they're doing, and that's their choice. Some people do that, So yeah. it's, it's a massive range of options that you've got by joining one group. Yeah, anything, that's because anything that's positive, I'm good with it. Anything that helps you, if you find it positive, my job is to help you be healthier and happier. If you tell me you like doing this thing and it's helping, good. I mean, what am I supposed to say? I don't like that, so you're not allowed. That's not be ridiculous. Yeah. But the only thing you would say is, you can do that. I don't think it'll help with your weight loss, but it might help with the mental attitude or it might help with your happiness or something. Yeah, like vitamin D or something. Yeah. Like a, yeah, a similar, or taking a multivitamin yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Or somebody who is, I don't know, doing meditation. Hmm. We have people who set goals in our group to do like daily meditations and stuff, don't yeah. they? Or journaling, positivity, gratitude kind of stuff. Yeah. People setting these goals. It's not really to do with weight loss at all. No. It's just to do with health and happiness in general, yeah. even mental health yeah. sometimes. And it's interesting actually, just thinking about that now. Because, yeah, there's quite a lot of people who put my positive for today is this yeah, or my gratitude is. is that. And that is perhaps being um, generated by you at some point saying, you know, every day try and be happy we or healthy. We did do a gratitude or, challenge. We did point, once do a gratitude we? and some people have carried that on and yeah. other people haven't and what have you. But how can I explain this? Even that is, I, I don't know how to explain this. I think I've talked before about when I've... Um, run Slimming World classes and when I've been a member many, many times. That kind of thing, if you ever said, you know, I know I've not lost any weight, but I've been really happy this week and whatever, it'd almost be, yeah, I know, but you've not lost any weight. Yeah. You know, and you say, I know, but I've had a really, really nice week. I've been for lots of lovely mm. um, uh, walks. I've joined a book club. I've done a this and other. Yeah, I know, but you've not lost any weight. It, it would be very, very, so, so you are going to try and lose some next week, aren't you? Blah, blah, blah. And I told you about the story when I decided I wanted to maintain yeah, for a while. And that. it was basically, you're just playing at this, aren't you? And it was like, mm. what? And then I walked away thinking, I can do this on my own. I can do this on my own. I don't need to be abused at the scales, by verbally yeah, abused by somebody. your goals, so I agree. Yeah, but did I walk away and carry on doing it? No, you know, three stone up later, you then think, well, I want to join the class, but I won't go back to that particular one because I didn't like the way that that woman spoke to me, but I'll just go to a different... Yeah, Slimming world class. So that that's you know that's sort of down my path. But 
I do think, as, as we've said, it's not just about weight loss, although obviously it's a weight loss program. We are program. a weight loss program, but we're so, a health and happiness improvement program. Yes. And, and a large part of that for most people is weight loss, at least at some point on the journey. Yes. But it's only one place in the journey. Do you know who I saw this morning? Lucille. Oh. In the gym. I saw her in the gym. She was waiting to sanitise her hands when I walked in and she was oh, just I'm stood not there. seeing Lucille for ages. I, I see her every week in the gym, just passing because she's usually she might be with her personal trainer or she's yes. training on her own. And I just say hi sometimes. We have a little minute or two conversation. But I just saw her today and I just could not believe it. I just literally could not believe it. From a distance, her posture was just lovely. She looked so slim, toned shoulders. She's really strong. Her skin looked amazing. Nice tan, beautiful complexion. I was just, I said to her, oh my God, you look amazing. Literally, Excellent. I can't even believe Excellent. this. And when she always posts a picture of her at the seaside um, before she joined the program, um, obviously higher body weight, a little bit worse posture, a little bit red in the face. She said, oh yeah, I used to be high blood pressure and really too warm all the time and I'd get really sweaty. Yeah. And so she said this to me literally today. And I just said, now I just look at it, it's... It's not that she's not recognisable as the same person, but she just just looked amazing. Yeah. And part of that's the weight loss, yeah. but not only. No, not no only. But, but I said that about me to, to you, that so many people have, over the last, I'll say, 12 months have said to me, you look so well. Mm. Not you look slim or yeah. you've lost weight or have you lost weight or whatever. Mm. People will say to me, you look so well. And I feel really well, I've really said healthy. that to you, really healthy. Yeah, not fit, and I'm not fit at all, so I won't say fit and healthy. But you're way fit fitter, and well. you must but say. I am way, way fitter. fitter, I am way fitter. But I feel so much healthier and happier. Yeah. And we said just before we came um, onto this podcast, we said about, you know, I'm struggling at the minute weight-wise mm -hmm. because I've got the most fabulous year of of things going on, you know, 60th birthday, 40th wedding anniversary, just come out of lockdown. It's like party, party, party. Every single, even last night, every single day, every single week, I've got three or four things that are in support of my 60th birthday or my 40th wedding anniversary. Am I unhappy? Absolutely not. I'm like <laughs> absolutely as happy as anything. I'm having yeah. the best year ever. But unfortunately, the weight, mm -hmm. it's so hard. I told you, if I could maintain by the end of the year, well, at the minute, that's not going to happen. But I'm trying my hardest to cap it, cap it. There's a long time for the end of the year, it. though. I know, when, I know. What are we in? July? We are in July, but... We've got, but, we've got a while. Left. I know, I know, Let's but, you know, it's like... It, anyway, but, but, you know, I was almost at four stone. I'm now about at the bloody three stone thing. So it's like, oh But God, how long would it take to correct that? I don't think it would take very long. Three to five, six weeks? Yeah, it wouldn't take very long, but I don't have a, a run of days. So mm. every day that I can, I am. You, so, are, you are doing well. <laughs> every day yeah. that I can, I am, but it's like two days. Yeah. And then there's another thing, and then two days, and then another thing. But I don't want to, I'm, I'm trying to encompass the health and happiness in the weight loss thing. Yes. I don't want to compromise and yes. say, I really don't want to do that because mm. I'm trying to look after my weight. I really don't want to do that. So I'm trying when I can and I'm still being mindful when I can't. So I'm not going mad, yeah. but I'm also still having an afternoon tea and I'm still having some beer and I'm still having a cooked breakfast and I'm still having the stuff that in my new life, I wasn't doing in my 
future life, I would have just thought, forget it, I'll start again in January. Mm -hmm. So I'm still in a good place, I think, mentally. I just don't like the scales now. And there's no point in saying, well, don't get on them then. I've got to keep on because that way I, agree, I can keep... I agree, because if it starts to get too out of hand, we need to know about it. Yeah. Because there will be a level of weight gain acceptance yeah. for you. And when it starts to get past a certain level... I'll not be able to stand if it, it. If it's making you unhappier yeah. than the food is making you happier or the drink, then we need to make a switch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the difference with our programme where I am for whatever makes you happiest. Yeah. And if you're happier to go out and eat more at this minute in time and then we'll get back to the weight loss later. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But, the, but there's no point in you not being okay with it, is there? You know, if you said to me... That makes sense. Come on, Lynn. Come on now. You know, what are we going to do? What are you going to do tomorrow? What are you going to do the day after? I mean, I can't. I'm away again at the weekend. I'm away again. And you go, well, you could just not go. Or, you know, I'll say something like that. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. what what's the point of that? Um, but, no, that wouldn't be effective. You I know, know. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. No, and you're saying, and you've always said all the way through, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here when you want me. Mm-hmm. But I won't come into, into and say, are you still putting on then? Are you still putting on? You know, you're just like, I'm here. If you want me, tell me. If mm-hmm. you want any advice. But other than that, as long as you're happy. Obviously, if I say, come on, back to square one again, you know, after whatever, then that would be, you know, you'd be like... Are you happy with that? Are you all right with That's that? That's what I'd ask you. It's, yeah. it's up to you. It's up yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, I don't care what you wear. I love you and I care how happy yeah. you are. Yeah. Apart from that, I don't give a shit. No. I don't care what you do. No. I don't care what you wear. I want you to be happy and wear what you want to yeah. wear. That's, yeah. That's the game. Really. Yeah. That's the game. But coming back right into a, what we're talking about to start with, for me, if I had decided that, right, I've got this year coming up, we're coming out of lockdown. We're allowed to... I'm a social animal. I, I absolutely love people. I love going out. I love eating. I love drinking. I love going on holiday, etc. We've come out of lockdown. We've... Um, I've got my 60th birthday. I've got my 40th wedding anniversary. Da, 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 da. I'm going to quit the programme for mm-hmm. a year. And I'll definitely be back the year after. Yeah. Right? And I think the old me would have done that and just said to everybody, you know, just to make sure I've told everybody... I'm not part of the programme anymore, putting a little post in the group. I'm quitting the programme for a year. You know, it's not that I don't think there's anything wrong and there's nothing to do with Connor, it's everything. It's just that I've got this really big year. I'll see you all again in January. The old me could have quite easily done that. You could do that, yeah. Yeah. It's an option for you. But I really, really, really want to and need to be part of this group and feel as if you'll have got me forever. I I just feel as if I, I will... Because I love the people in it as well. I've made such good contacts. I wouldn't say close, intimate friends, but really good um, contacts with people and people who I have formed a, a bit of a friendship with who I now meet here. And, you know, we're all going on our Greek night on Friday night that uh, it'll be really lovely to, to see people in a social situation and that. And I know that if I had said quit the programme, that the rest of this would not be nine or ten pound gain. It would be going down the path of... How much oh, weight would go on? Yeah. Because the difference would be, you'd still probably go out the same amount of times, but would you be able to bring it back on the days in between? Probably not. I would be able to, but I wouldn't. Yeah, it'd be more I'd difficult, just think, well, I've got till January, because I've said that yeah, I won't rejoin until January. that was your plan and you'd allowed yourself yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And it's not good to not look after your health for a year. That's more really what it's about. Yeah. It's not about whether you have fun or not. Of course we want to have fun, but you also need to look after your health. Um... This is why I exercise like a savage, you know. This is why I go to the gym like five times a week and I do like fifteen to 20,000 steps per day because I'm also eating out. 
four to five times this week. Yeah. And I eat out minimum four times a week. Yeah. Literally every week I'm out four times a week. Yeah. That's why I walk a lot and yeah. exercise a lot and I eat, sl- I eat healthy foods and low-calorie stuff in between. Yeah. And that's about it, really. You because can... you do only live once, allegedly, and life is for living. Yeah. And you don't want to just be, I'm oh, sorry, I can't do that. I'm on a diet. Sorry, I can't see you. Oh, no, sorry, I want to have diet. fun. Yep. No, I want to have fun. Yep. I want to eat pizza and go places and see people yep. and do things, definitely. But I also want to be slim, just, yep. just for me. Regardless of what anybody else thinks, if I am not... For me personally, I like to be as slim as I can be, basically. I like to be like quite lean, slim yeah. body fat. Just because it impacts my own self-esteem and how I feel about myself yes. quite fast if I start to put on body fat. It's just my own opinion of myself for whatever reason. Um, so I want both of that. I want to have yeah. a good life and have freedom and eat nice things. And like I posted into the group, I went to tram lines and drank six beers, two yeah. beers in a row. I drank six pints. <laughs> yeah, but what a good time you had. <laughs> Oh, yeah, fantastic. I mean, you oh, sent me amazing. some clips of some, you know, artists that you saw that oh, you were amazing. blown away by. and I really went to see all my friends as well. well. That's see, what I was really see people and, and music and outdoors and food and drink and mm-hmm. sunshine when it was supposed to rain all the time. And you can't, well, you could have come back and thought that was crap, but but you didn't, you know. You thought, oh, what amazing. a great time. Yeah, amazing. What a great, tick so many boxes amazing. if you're writing down the things that you make you happy, you know, seeing people, being outdoors, listening to fam- fabulous music, having a drink, food, whatever. But then you come back and like I say, you either think, well, I've blown it now. And I did blow it a bit. I, well, I drank six pints a day, probably had two or three shots a day. I ate chips both days. I had a Beres sandwich. I had churros. <laughs> what else did I have? More. Can't even remember. Yeah. Loads of stuff. Yeah. I didn't eat that much, to be honest, cause especially because I was walking loads and dancing and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I ate loads, and on Sunday I was feeling it. I felt like I was a yeah. sl- I was a slug. Yeah. And so I had sludge for blood. Yeah. I just sludge in my veins. Yeah. I was, I was just full of grease and beer. Yeah. <laughs> on Sunday. But you, but, but you didn't say I can't go to tram lines because I'm trying to stay lean. No, this week I'm just eating real healthy. <laughs> like, this week. I'm right. just eating healthy this week. Yeah. Yeah. I've just I've just told myself up oh, this week. I'm just going to try and eat as healthy as possible. Yeah. What, what day is it now? Thursday. I think so. I'm I never well. know what day it is. Yeah, it's Thursday. I'm doing well. Yeah, I've eaten pretty healthy all week. I don't think I've eaten. Yeah, and would you? And, and you, really. if it was tramlines, not tramlines, but something else this coming weekend, I you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't say, "Oh no, no, no we've got our no. Greek meal. I'm coming. Oh, we've got our Greek meal. Let's yeah. go." But, but you know what I mean. You wouldn't say, "Oh no, I did that, and it made me feel really, really bad." So I'm definitely never going to do it again. You might do that sometimes. I do that with you know lager. Like never that. ever again. Never and again. And then you know, the next time never an again. occasion comes round, you think, oh, "I've forgotten all about that now." Yeah. But. You can still live, can't you? You can still live. That's the thing. Of course. I'm going out four times this week, like I told you. And I'm also thinking about making one of my own pizzas. Mm. I've been practicing making pizzas since the start of lockdown, you know. And at this point, I can make a pizza where you'd be impressed. <laughs> I put my apron on. I make <laughs> I make improve my own dough. Does it putting the apron on make it taste better? It makes me look cuter. Does it? That's oh, what it okay. I look cute in the apron. <laughs> so so, so needing, some, somebody's actually got to watch the whole thing then to actually... To appreciate that, fully the situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No point just turning up when it's already just coming out of the oven. You've got to actually see you in the apron and the whole thing. Depends if you think I'm cute or not. Maybe you don't care. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't care. Someone cares, I'm sure. Yeah. I like it if they did. Um, I make my own sauce from tomatoes and blend Ooh, it down. Fabulous. And spice it up. Yeah. Well, three types of cheese. 
And then you know exactly what's in it then, don't you? I know that it's like 1,500 calories for the pizza I make. It's yeah. disgusting in terms of calories. It's... Yeah, but I, I wasn't thinking more that. I was, I was. thinking more the fact that you have your allergies and things. So I was thinking True. about your lactose thing. So you know exactly what's going into it. I know that you therefore know the amount of calories as well. But... I do because the base is 800 on its own <laughs> before we've even started. So I make a massive pizza. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. And um, then you have to eat it. Then. I eat the full thing. Oh, share it. I eat the full thing. Don't you yeah. worry. Yeah. But I just counter by exercising a lot. Yeah. Literally. And that, that doesn't work for everybody. No. That doesn't work for everybody. No. That's, that's just what works for me. Yeah. And when, when I say I exercise a lot, I exercise consistently, but I mm. wouldn't know if I do a lot. I went to the gym this morning, got up at half five, was there at seven, mostly just talked to one of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did about three exercises in about one hour, 15 yeah. Literally. It was not fast. It was not enthusiastic. We did a we lifted a few weights. Mostly I'd not seen him for a week and we were just chatting. Yeah. But I I was up early, getting ready. Yeah. I walked down yeah. to the gym. I'm stood up at least talking to him. We lifted a few weights. I walked back. It counts for something. Yeah. Doesn't it? And I mean it the, the one huge thing that I do these days, I've never ever done before, we've talked about this before, is skip breakfast. Mm. And I find that I so easy to do. Mm. And it was really interesting. I went away again uh, a few um, a couple of weeks ago with um, a friend. We were both celebrating our 60th birthday. We've been friends for 40, uh, 53 years. So we've been friends since we were seven. And both, you know, sharing our 60th birthday year. And we went away and breakfast was included at this place. And she went and got this um, board that you've picked up the board. It already got stuff on. And it was full of pastries. Right, so it's got a croissant, a chocolate this and a swirly this and what have you. And not only would I not really be able to eat that for breakfast, I just looked and thought, carb city, carb city. You know, nothing, no protein anywhere near anything. <laughs> and I went and got two rashes of bacon, some scrambled egg, tomato and some mushrooms. Oh, nice. right? Not because I was really trying to be healthy or good, but because actually I did fancy that and I liked that. And we started, she's very slim, this friend of mine, by the way, very slim. Very attractive, very tall, very slim, everything that I'm not. And I'm looking at this this tray of, of pastries, I think. And we started talking about food, and she knows that I'm on this programme and everything. And then she was saying that recently she started struggling to maintain the weight that she's at, even though for many, many years she's always been all right. And she started talking about what she eats, and she said, you know, hardly anything. And then she started talking about, sorry, I'm going off at a massive tangent here again, but she said, you know, I have half a bagel in the morning, just half, not a whole one, it's half a bagel. And she said, toasted. She said, I'm a cup of tea with two sugars in, I have to have my two sugars, you know. But I have half a bagel and, you know, with some butter and jam on, but I just have the half a bagel. And I'm thinking, where's the protein, where's the protein in my head and how many calories are actually in that half a bagel with butter and jam and your two spoons of sugar in your tea. And then at lunchtime, I have half a sandwich. And she said, half a sandwich, she says, uh, you know, with chicken or something like that. And then I'm thinking, okay, so that's bread again, but okay, a bit of chicken. And she said, and then he would have the other half of bagel with like, so, and she's going on like this. And I'm thinking, yeah, quantity wise, you're not eating very much. And you're probably thinking, I hardly eat anything. But actually, calorie wise and health wise, it's all carbs. Mostly carbs. The not whole, much veg, not much protein. Not much veg, not much protein, not much to fill you and everything. Mm. And we continued like this. And then she brought out, you know, she brought out this tray. And then she looked down and she went, and there's nothing, no protein in this either, is there? Because I'm going on about, oh, protein, not mm. this. I never really thought of it like this before. And we started having this conversation. 
and I don't even know where I'm going with this, this conversation, but it, I just found it fascinating that she is this slim, almost icon person that I could look at and think, if I only I could be more like her. And yet she was eating this stuff that I would never consider. And then I went down the path of saying, normally I wouldn't even have breakfast, so this is a real treat. But of course, I had that breakfast and then it got towards lunchtime. She was starving and I really wasn't that hungry. Yeah, because protein keeps you full for longer. Yeah, and that it, it was just interesting being with somebody else 24-7 who I'm not normally with, who I see as being slim, who is now struggling and doesn't know why. And me thinking, I, th I think I know why. I don't know if I do or not, but I feel as if... Makes sense, yeah. It sounds like she's been getting away with just eating little bits of food and but of just like what she fancied kind of thing and just not eating much. But after a while, it just gets really difficult, yeah. doesn't it? It gets yeah. really difficult. Yeah. If you're getting a little bit less active or you your hunger or habits just creep up slightly yeah. in terms of calories like you can. Yeah. It's a sensitive thing, isn't it? Maintaining your, cal your, your sort of calorie intake level, especially if you're not really using any healthy foods. Yeah. It's a, like Slumming World's entire program is you don't... They're, theory or aim is that you don't have to do anything except eat healthy yeah they're just a healthy eating program you don't have to worry about anything else no it's not necessarily true for everyone but it works for some people doesn't yeah. it yeah um whereas she's doing kind of the opposite she's eating not very healthy things but just little bits and bobs and that does become difficult after a while so yeah if she's she, you're, you're right if she switched up some of her foods to some lower calorie density foods a bit more fruit and fibrous a bit yeah. more protein yeah. based things she'd feel a lot better be able to eat more actual stuff while maintaining being yeah. slimmer yeah definitely yeah definitely yeah. but i think it was i think it was i went off at a tangent there but thinking more about how you can compensate afterwards and we've talked before haven't we about the before during or after mm -hmm. how you can compensate for something that's coming up or an event or something we've had a lot of feedback on your um, what you laid out on that podcast and people really liked it there's a lot of people in the group found that very useful oh well that, that's it good I really mean good. A, a lot of the things that come out of my mouth I just think about as we're having the conversation I don't think about it in advance that's the best but, way. But, um, but it is based on years and years of experience yeah. of being a dieter yeah. and running those yeah. Slimming World classes and coming across other dieters and now like I say looking at the program thing, going through our oh, program they for... fast and they do this yeah. and they, they've tried that and yeah, I'm going to have a go at that. Mm -hmm. so, You've been through a full education system. Yeah. I've chewed your ear off about enough bloody nutrition things at this point. Yeah, yeah. I completely yeah. agree. But I think just coming back again to the why people leave programmes, I think there's also a this is just not right at this moment in my life. That's definitely true. And and I think that is That's real. That's a real thing. That, that is absolutely real. real. You know, about right now I've got masses going on and, yeah. and I can't focus on my health and what have you. And I've been in situations I like have. that before. You know, you might have got a, a family member who was ill. You might be ill yourself. You might be, have lost your job. You might, whatever. And I always used to say to my members, and I'd say it to anybody now, focusing on your health and your fitness is time consuming mm. in, in here. Mm. It takes up a piece of your brain that sometimes you just don't have that piece of brain mm. because it's that is focused on something else or somebody else. Mm -hmm. And right now, I, I just can't. I know I should mm -hmm. and I could, but I, I just can't. Yep. So right now, I'm just going to have to quit and focus on my mother, my dad, my son, my, my job, my my what have you. And that's real. That's definitely real. And and you just have to say to, to somebody, you know, that's that's fine. We're here when you want to come back. And some of those people come back and some of them don't. And some of that might have been a, a, a lie or an excuse, but the, there are it's people that real. fit yeah. into that category. Yep. Stress in your life 
comes from what's sometimes termed a single adaptive reserve, which is a science way of saying you can only handle so much shit at once. Yeah. And dieting or positive food improvements or exercise or trying to make any changes in your life really is just difficult, mm. isn't it? Sometimes you just can't handle it. Yeah. Sometimes you've just got enough crap on. Yeah. Whereas you can't really take this on as well. Yeah. It's happened to me. I had counselling because I was trying to spin too many plates at once. Yeah. So I was trying to do this, that, this, the other thing, the other thing, the other thing, the other thing. Yeah. And I realised, the counsellor didn't say anything to me, but I realised by explaining what was going on in my life that I was I had eight plates yeah. spinning on sticks and this yeah. is just way too... I had to drop some. Yeah. One of them was the martial arts thing, yes. like I told you earlier. Yeah. I just... You know, if you put things into priorities in your life, you can handle so many things. You've got yeah. only so much time and physical energy and mental space, like you yeah. said, and focus that you can give to different stuff. Yeah. And if you have to put things into priorities, some things just drop down. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's because it's, it's not ideal is it that some people's own health yeah. does drop back and sometimes sometimes you kind of got to um, but i think i think there's also the this sort of other side of that is that if you are in a real stressful situation either like say work-wise health-wise whatever they having the alcohol and the sweets and the chocolate whatever doesn't help, does in, it? no but in the short term makes you feel better because yes, you're rewarding you're right, yourself you're right you know case, it's yeah. like and I mean, I talk about this often with my husband. I remember when I used to work full time and I had to spend a lot of time in London mm. and I used to catch the train at 5.30 in the morning and catch the train coming back at half five at tea time. And I'd be on that train coming back and I would ring my husband and say, meet me in the pub. Meet me in the pub. Because all I could think was, I need a drink. I need a drink to get me through or get me to wind down now on this mm. day that I've had absolutely categorically not in alcoholic terms i mean as in, as in i wasn't an alcoholic just i need something to wind down and we go to the pub i'd have three or four pints of lager followed by we might as well have our tea here even though husband had cooked something or what have you and then i'd have you know the pie chips peas whatever, and then a pudding and then think why have i done that but it was i'd got too much stress that that was the way to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So the I think the eating and the drinking, if you haven't got the capacity to think about dieting, but the stress side of it then makes you want to reach for those foods anyway. It does, yeah, because it's it's natural to feel stressed. Everybody feels stressed sometimes, and it's also natural to want to escape that stress. We don't want to feel negative. So if you're feeling stressed, we look for ways to de-stress or distract away from it. And... Food is a way to do that, and so is alcohol. Alcohol yeah. is literally a depressant on the brain, where if it, it literally, alcohol saturates every single cell of your entire brain and just starts shutting it down until the point where if you drink enough of it, you will actually just pass out, won't you? Your brain will just shut itself off. Mm -hmm. So it that, that's why people become alcoholics through like trauma and through stress yeah. and through trying to... I suppose drugs are the same. I don't know. In, never, in some, yeah, dabbled, drugs but... work differently, but people try to escape from the feelings. Like some drugs release dopamine or serotonin from the brain or adrenaline. And these give you hormones and feelings that aren't the stress and negativity that you can't get away from. And it allows you a bit of respite or escape or de-stress or distract away from it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So what, we, what we've really got to do is make sure that this, this is all going to happen in life. We're, we're both going to get stressed. Everybody listening at some point yeah. is going to get stressed. Stressed or depressed or Yes, or yes, or anxious. Yeah. You're going to feel yeah. some, some things. Upset. Yeah, and you're going to want to escape these feelings, definitely. We have to make sure that the management methods we use are helpful and not harmful. Yeah. Like drugs, it works too. 
Yeah. If you feel crap and then sniff drugs, some people feel better, don't they? Yeah. But it's so harmful. Yeah. And it comes back to bite you later. And yeah. like alcohol and stuff, you feel even worse the next yeah. day. Yeah. And it's starting to compound. And yeah. it's the same with the food. It works for a bit. You're right. Yeah. Until you even said you'd be sat at the pub only after finishing the pudding thinking... Yeah. Why have I done that? Yeah. You, you've not, it's only given you two hours of escape yeah. or something. Yeah. And then it's but, but already it's, it's coming back to It's ticked one box, you. as yeah. in it's got rid of the stress. It's increased another box because I'd feel horrendous. Yeah. I'd be up all night with acid reflux or, or so whatever. it's not positive. It's neutral so, at best. Yeah. But at that moment in time, yeah. it fix, fixes the problem that, dis- that you... You can that distract you... away from it. Yeah. You definitely can by eating chocolate or drinking beer. You're sat in the pub environment. Yeah. Maybe you're talking it through a little bit with your partner. Yeah. Yeah. So you're de-stressing in that way and then you will feel better. Yeah. You will think, ah. But you've just used a damaging method of feeling. You've you've pleasured the brain by damaging the body. Yeah. You've managed to de-stress the brain by putting stress on the body. It re- it's really difficult, but really we need to try and look for stress management methods that help rather than harm. Yeah. Like, I know it's not the same, but imagine if you felt really stressed and then you went to exercise. This improves the body and the mind. It's positive, positive, rather than harm the body to help the mind. Yeah. It's, you know, it, and it's not as, it's easier to obviously drink and eat food more pleasurable than and to quicker. exercise. And quicker. time. True, you know, yeah. Need, and if you've got You only need five minutes and... to eat to bar of chocolate. You might need yeah. an hour to go for an hour's walk. But, but the amount yeah. of people that go for, a, that do get out for a walk or do go to the gym and say, oh my God, I feel so much better yeah. after. Yeah. You can still get, there's more than one way to get positive hormones. Yeah. And no one's perfect. I still stress eat. I, you know, um, yeah. just like everybody does. But you just, yeah. over time, you've just got to try and practice using more positive stress management methods, ways of de-stressing and distracting, like either breathing it through or talking it out or walking it off yeah. or yeah. exercising it out or, you know, something. It doesn't always work, but steadily we can get better and better and better mm. and better. Mm. But just just coming back to our original conversation, I wonder, is, are there any facts anywhere, you'll probably know that there are, as to... How many people drop out of slimming yeah, programs? Definitely. Is there, is there any numbers as to how many then come back? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know exact statistics. But we know that 90% of everybody who loses any weight gains back more than they lost within two years. 90%. 90% of everybody who wow. loses any weight at all within two years weighs more than they than they started. This is why you can hear people sometimes incorrectly and biasedly say, oh, diets don't work. If you want to gain weight, the best way is to go on a diet. Because statistically, that kind of is true. Yes. If you do a di- if you do a diet, if you picked one at random and it's not one that works for you and it is a fad diet and you're going to just do the lose weight quick starvation thing, then people will rebound back. And they'll. it's easier to overeat than it is to undereat. So even if, you, even if you're dieting and not dieting for the same periods of time, you'll gain more weight proportionally than you can lose most of the time yeah. so people despite these starvation and dietary efforts over periods of years gain and gain yes. and gain yes. and gain um studies show that people leave online programs at a way higher rate than they leave in-person programs that's also another thing mm-hmm. because people in online programs feel a bit more anonymous no yes. one knows who you are yes. you can dip in you can dip out you can cancel the membership you don't have to go see anyone or say yeah. anything yeah. If, if you're personal training with someone one-to-one or you're coaching one-to-one you know in person this um, this is why obviously before covid we did it more but this is why i made the six steps of slim in person and online it's one of the only reasons really because it gives people a bit more accountability a bit more support a bit more buy-in they get to see the other community members see that i'm a real person i know they're a real person it's actually personal not just messages online yeah seems a lot less personal yeah 
Yeah. But like you said, that's difficult when your program expands outside of a town or something to have the in-person it is. things. But then we try it you with know, Zoom, the, the Zoom we? And, we try. Yeah. We try. But it gives people the opportunity, doesn't it? Yeah, you some know, people travel they've got the as well. Some people will yeah. travel in if it's not that far, you know, yeah. even just occasionally. And it, and it, it helps with video call now, like I video call with members. Yeah. It's not in person, but it's close, isn't it? It's it's better than just message Yeah. kind of thing. They actually know that I'm looking at them and I know who you are kind of thing. I know. I, I wonder how, how I'd feel now mm. if I hadn't, A, met you in person on mm. that first meeting and B, come to a number of the in-person group meetings. Very interesting. Because of the kind of person that I am, that really, really meant a lot to me and worked for me. And the people that I met in those meetings, the ones that were originally at the showroom and, and whatever, they're the ones that I've kept in touch with and they're the ones who I message quite often. And so therefore I think I built up relationships as in I saw them as a person mm -hmm. as opposed to a name. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's just me, the kind of person yeah, I am. Yeah, some people don't like it. Some people do. Some people think that the community aspect's awful. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to go anywhere. And that's perhaps why they joined, because they didn't want that side of it. Yeah, so it's advantages and disadvantages. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. It depends who you are and what works for you. Yeah, I'm not really sure about people rejoining different programs and stuff, but most in terms of pure statistics, but we know that most people have tried a lot of different things, haven't they? And people will go back and try the same program multiple times, which sometimes it's a good idea, sometimes it's not. It depends who you are. So like we said, hold them and fold them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes just because you've tried a program once and it didn't work, that doesn't mean it won't necessarily work next time. No. What if you're in a different place? What if you do it a different way? What yeah. if you go steadier this time? Or what if you take it more seriously? Yeah. You know, but sometimes it's a bad idea. Sometimes if you've tried it, you need to know when it's not for you. And you should be trying something different. Yeah. Yeah. So it's difficult, isn't it? On our program, we have that built in though, don't we? Where people can choose their own goals. And they, I, I, I tell everybody in the consultation, at some point you're going to pick some goals and you won't like them. It's fine. You yeah. don't have to like quit. You can just, we can just not do those goals. You know, yeah. If you try fasting, like you said, and we don't like it, don't do it. If you try skipping breakfast and it is for you, keep it. If it's not, don't do it. Try increasing your protein intake. See how you feel. Try low carb. Feel better or worse. Yeah. You know, so people can try different things. Yeah. It's encouraged to, in fact, yeah. find your way of doing things. Try a <clears throat> yeah. bit of this, bit of that. See how it yeah, feels. Yeah, and then somebody was saying that, you know, they do five days on and two days off, which is sure. a, a diet in itself somewhere else, isn't it? I can't remember what that five, program is. Right. And yeah. so they're trying that, and that's working for them, and it's still contained within the program. Yeah, I don't so mind. It's like, you Some know. people go to Slumming World meetings, and they're still in our group and yeah. program. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind. If you, if you like the Slumming World meetings and you find them positive, if you like getting weighed in person, because I don't weigh people in person, even yeah. when we did in-person meetings before, I never weighed anyone, they're taking scales. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, but some people like that. Yeah. Some people have got friends at these Slimming World groups yeah. that they like to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind. As yeah. long as you find it. Some people use Slimming World's eating plan on our program. Yeah. The people have done that before. They said, I really like Slimming World's eating plan, but I feel like the support's not as good that they give. And I feel like I like you and I want your bit of extra knowledge and Accountability. Yeah. I'm like, good, all yeah. right, fine. Keep eating Slumming World's program if you want. I'll help you too. Yeah. I'll help you stick to it if it's working. Yeah. If it's not working, we'll change. Yeah. Not bad. Um so let's let's switch the conversation over to the ABC then, do you think, and then bring mm. it around to some sort of conclusion. Because people quit programs for a number of reasons. We've been through it, we've talked about it. Nobody joins I imagine a program thinking that they're gonna quit. I don't imagine. Unless maybe that it's like one of those six or 12 week sort of blast ones, but... I don't think that they join thinking that they're going to quit, but I think they join thinking that sort of, what do I mean? I don't know whether this will work or not, but I'll give it a try. Yeah, oh yeah, def people definitely feel yeah, like that. I did. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and that's why I give a two-week free trial on the program. Yeah. Because I don't expect people to believe me necessarily. No. I don't expect you to take my word for it. You can just try it for free. See how we do things. See if you like it. Yeah. People do. Yeah. They find it easier most yeah. of the time than all these other programs that they've done. But people join looking for success. Whether it's short-term, whether it's long-term, people want to succeed, don't they? Mm. Um, and I, I built the program through knowledge of habit change psychology, which I found out kind of by accident, but kind of not. I used to have a personal training mentor, this fabulous guy called Chris Burgess. And at one point he put on a, um, like a lecture event at a big party in Edinburgh. Um, he got some speakers to come over, some were from America, but for his clients, um, who were all personal trainers or nutritionists kind of thing. And you could go hang out with other personal trainers and nutritionists, listen to top people talk about top topics. Um, and then there was a big knees, uh, good old knees up after, <laughs> and a drink and a party and food and stuff like this. And I thought, yeah, I'll attend this. I'll go see Chris in Edinburgh. That sounds like a party. I'd never even been to Edinburgh. Went to the castle. It was Fringe Festival at the same time. Went to watch some comedy. Excellent. While I was there, though, there was this guy that I'd never even heard of called Stephen Ledbetter. He runs this com company called Habitry in America. Um, he'd been flown over to give this speech. And he gave this, this speech about self-determination theory, um, which is the theory of after somebody decides they want to make a change, what determines whether they succeed or not? It's habit change psychology. It's what determines self-determination. Um, whether people are successful. And he said that there's three prerequisites to success and it's an A, B, C. The first one's autonomy. This is for, not even for fat loss or weight management. Mm. It's for anything. It's for any long-term change in your life. The first one's autonomy, which means that you have to have control over the goal and your actions yourself. You need to accept responsibility for it. You need to realize it's your health or it's your bank account or it's your exercise. See, accountability sounds so much better to me than autonomy. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think that they've, in this self-determination theory, whoever has come up with it, I've forgotten the exact two people, so I apologise that came but up. But accountability with it. means the same, doesn't it? Um, You're accountable really. for your own actions. Accountability would be a part of autonomy. But autonomy means self-control. And it means... Okay. Like, if you're an autonomous robot, it's a robot that does it on its own, isn't it? Oh, okay, okay. And accountability yeah. is part of that because you yeah. do need it to be accountable to yourself yeah. and stuff like that. It is a part of that. But autonomy means more like you need responsibility and control over it yourself. Okay. If you're playing follow the leader to somebody else, that only works for so long. Right, What okay. if they die okay. or they stop being the leader? Yeah, or if it's somebody else who's told you that they think that you ought to lose weight. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that you are committed really. to losing weight you, yourself. Yeah, so it needs, to, it needs to be you. You need to accept that it's your life, it's your food, it's, <coughs> it's your responsibility. It's down to you. If you don't sort it, no one can sort it. No, it's okay. You. okay. That's yeah. number one. Yeah. B is belonging. Yeah. That's community, basically. Yeah. Um, so A is that you need to do it alone, or you need to be able to do it alone. B is that you shouldn't. Yeah. You need, you need to be having control over it yourself but not doing it alone yeah in a weird way yeah humans were social creatures every single person who's successful in really anything in life they had either teammates or colleagues or workers or mentors or a teacher mm. everything we've ever learned including the words we're saying to each other now have been learned from other people isn't it yep so ev everything we do it's always learned and supported by others you need family you need friends you need community this is this is like you were saying well, I'll skip on to the next one, just to give a bit more context. But C um, is for competence. 
which basically means education slash skill. It means slash more slash knowledge. Slash knowledge, yeah. It means more like skill um, than than specific knowledge. Um, because it's like the application of knowledge as well. Otherwise you would know what to do but not be able to do it. Um, but if you've got if you're competent in something, that means you don't only know about it, you can actually do it. Yes. Doesn't it? it means okay, you've, yeah. If if you're if you're a competent driver. Yeah. You don't know how to drive, you actually can drive. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know just how to diet, you actually can diet. You're actually yeah. competent. So, so coming back to the mindful eating. Yes. It's like I understand what it is and I also can apply it. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's now now you're a competent dieter. Yeah. And competence gives confidence. Yeah. This is how it works. This is yeah. after you've got control over it and you've got support and you're succeeding. Yeah. You're thinking, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing the damn thing. Yeah. And and you're you're right, people come, they get a bit of education. They start it off, and they then start sometimes, to lose weight. yeah, and then sometimes they drop the program. Yeah, they they're, they're trying to keep the autonomy, aren't they? But they're losing the be, the belonging. Yeah. you only need three things. Yeah, you need a bit of support and accountability. People always feel like I should be able to do this on my own. Should yeah. you? Yeah. Who does it on their own? Yeah. I don't do it on my own. You help me. Yeah. These conversations help me. I talk to people about healthy eating every day. I've always got healthy eating on the mind. I talk to so many people, I can't ever stop thinking about it. No. So I, I live in it by helping other people as well. Yeah. That's how I do it. Yeah. Um, you know, does it make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it make yeah. sense? And that, and that is exactly what I wanted to bring it around to, as I say, because I've, you know, I've written down here, I know the basics now, I can do it on my own, but yeah. what about the ABC? Yeah. And that, that to me is, is the thing, I've got the knowledge now, I've got one of the three things that are the, the three things. I, I do you've truly got, believe in You've got the autonomy that. as well. You've yeah. got the, you, you do have control over it. You yeah. know it's your choices. You know you can eat out or not. You know how to check your own calorie intake, how to check your own weight. Yeah, but I think more of the accountability in our programme is the checking post. That, oh, that's yes. what I mean. So the checking post each night, yeah. you know, there'll be people who say, oh, I don't bother checking in every night. That's fine. There's nothing. Yeah. You're not going to say you've not checked in for five days on a row. You're out, mm-hmm. out of the programme. No, but for me, regardless of whether I've just had an afternoon tea or whether I've just had five pints of lager, I feel that I've got to fess up somehow. I've got I've got to type in there. I've had a really bad day. I've had five pints of lager, but I've had a wonderful time. Thank you very much. Good night. Because somehow at the end of the day, I feel accountable. Not to Connor, not to the rest of the people in the group, accountable to myself to review review the last 24 hours. How's it gone? Well, I've had this, yeah, no, but I did walk 14,000 steps and I did da 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 da. So I'm not doing too bad, really. I'm going to write down that I'm not doing too bad, really. Or I've had a crap day, I've hardly moved, I've eaten this, I've done that, but I'm still going to write in my diary tonight that. This is you and your amazing success. That's it's amazing that you say that because that that is it's autonomy because like you said you're not even checking in to me necessarily you and I tell this to everybody you're not really checking in. And to I'm, me. I'm not really thinking what will kind of think if he reads it. I don't think that at all. I literally write it for my own benefit. And that's what it is for. I tell everybody you are it is you are writing it to me as well, but you're checking in for you, and then I check your self checking. Yeah. You check in with yourself, and then I check how it's going as well. Yeah. It is writing it to me, but it's more writing it to yourself. You're exactly right. So you understand that it, it's your accountability and it's your choices. Yeah. You write down what you've done for yourself. You're involved in the community there. That's the B. That's the belonging. Yeah. I check it. That gives you a bit of support as well. Yeah. If you need help, we talk about it. If you're doing well, we give, we give a little well done. That's yeah. a bit of motivation, yeah. isn't it? You already know what to do at this point because the education part of it in terms of fat loss is quite slim, isn't it? A bit about calories. Yes, yeah, some healthy eating. All right. Yeah. That's about it, yeah. really. It's quite simple. No, because there's a lot 
lot more. I'm sorry, I have to pick you up on that because you know all of the the videos, everything. I have learned so much oh, that I you. never knew before. Thank you. So I knew about that. calories. I knew about fat units and and sins and all this. I didn't know anything about protein. I didn't know anything about water. I didn't know anything about the sleep side of things. I'd, I'd certainly had never really considered cravings versus hunger. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's not just about it's That's not true. just the education about calories. Mm-hmm. I already knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew that, that you know, like like you say, move mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. eat less, whatever. I knew all that. Mm-hmm. But adding all those bits around the edges of education. That's what, that's what gives you the competence, isn't it? Because it's not only you haven't only got the base understanding of what you should do. You also know about the pitfalls, the traps, yeah. the other positive things. Yeah, the coming back to, to my to my friend, our two breakfasts. You know, our two breakfasts might might I don't no idea might have added up to the same calories. I'm sure hers was more actually, but might have come up to the same. But I knew that mine was better. Mm. I knew it was healthier. I knew mm. it would fill me more. I mm. knew it would build. My body cells and my, my bones and all the rest of it mm-hmm. by eating the eggs and the bacon and the whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any toast or bread. And she'd got 100% carbs. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd have known that before. That's good. And I just thought we were both having a, a that comes breakfast. comes down to mindful eating again, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not just, you know, having the knowledge is not just Connor's taught me how many calories to have and if I go under maintenance and 3,500, da, 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 da. Yeah, that's lesson one. Yeah. And that's why there's 12 lessons. Yeah. That's why it's six steps of slowing, yeah. not calorie counting to slow. Yeah. 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 Um, and and to go back to the Stephen Ledbetter Edinburgh lecture thing, um, he said if you want to help people make any long lasting change, you need to give people. If he's obviously talking to a lecture theatre full of personal yeah. trainers and yeah. nutritionists, he said you need to be trying to give your clients and your people these three things to support them. You need to give them their own autonomy over their own changes and over what's going on. You need to give them support and community preferably. And then you also need to be educating them and stuff like that. So that's when I started to think, okay, so if I was going to make a program to help people lose weight, how would I give people autonomy? And I literally wrote down A, B, C, went home, started thinking about it. And I thought, how can I give people, how can I give you, thinking about a specific person, control over your own weight management. So I let you decide what foods you want to eat. I don't tell anybody what calorie intake to go for. I just talk to you about if you did eat this much, this much, you'd probably lose about this much. If you weigh it a bit less, you'd probably lose this much. And then what do you think? You decide your calorie intake range. I don't really tell people what goals to pick from. They or, learn what, what, or what target to aim for. No, they learn what goals and targets they could pick from. Like you said, you, you, like you said, you, they see other people, they learn about them on the lectures. Oh, I could do this. I could do that. And, um, like I was on a catch-up call with a lady the other day um, and she said, hey, Connor, I'm doing really well in the week, but when I'm getting to the weekend, I'm really struggling um, and it's causing me to overeat by the time I'm getting to the weekend and then my weight's going down, but only a tiny bit because I'm overeating here and under there. So she said to me, what should I do? And I said to her, well, number one, that's a good question. Number two, we could do this sort of thing. You could use this tactic. We could do this or you could do this. What do you think? And she said, out of those you know that second one sounds like it might be best for me i said all right then let's try it so it's a teamwork thing it's not me saying you need to do this you shouldn't be doing that i I try and give people if i can options because there's always more than one way to i was gonna say skin a cat but i really like that phrase because nobody like nobody wants to skin a cat i assume that's an awful thing to say but you know what i mean there's more than one path to the same destination we should say yeah more than one way to achieve a goal that's it yeah that's it so i try and give people um, so, I, so yeah, I, I thought I need, I need to give people a way of picking their own goals. I'll let them pick what's right for them. That's what we should be doing anyway, not what's right for me. How do we give people belonging community? I thought, right, then I need to make 
Yeah, originally. Group. Yeah, yeah. I thought I need a group. I need somewhere everybody can be together. Um, and my original idea was to create a website that you could log into with a forum, but then I didn't have enough money to pay someone to do that and or, or enough computer skills to make one myself. So I thought, okay, we're going to have to change it. And we ended up settling on a Facebook group and stuff like that, get everybody in there. And then I thought, right, we need education for people as well. So how can I educate people? Yeah. Right, I'll make an education system. And then I'll also put extra content in yeah. daily yeah. as little boosters yeah. and extras yeah. in between about what's actually going on. And that, that's literally, I believe, why the program's successful, because it literally gives and, and people... And I, I do believe that the people that are most successful have embraced all of that. You need all three. Uh, it's all right saying, I'm going to leave now because I've got the knowledge. But even, even if you leave now because you've got the knowledge, have you actually got that? Did you actually watch all of the videos? That's a good point. And, you know, I've been in the program now over two years, and I've not watched all of them. Mm -hmm. I think there's one that I've not watched. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to watch mm -hmm. it, and I'm going to watch it. But I'm almost like I think I, I think I've got enough now that I don't. Mm -hmm. So so I I think I'm like a real person who, who sings the praises of this group. But I've still not watched all of them, so mm -hmm. I still don't know all that there is mm -hmm. on offer. Mm -hmm. And I say to everybody, all of these people that I recommended the group to, take everything that is on offer. Take everything. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a I pay my money each month and I, I, I at seven o'clock at night I. I type my um, day's events, you know, in, into the group. Take the whole thing. Watch every one of the videos. Watch every one of the podcasts. Watch every one of Connor's, you know, ad hoc um, Facebook Live things. You know, to interact with all of the other people. Try and meet up with the other people. Try and come to the Zooms. Because that's what your £36 a month's for. It's for the package. The more you put in, the more you get out. Yeah, but, really exactly. It's the same with everything, though, isn't it? The more if you, do the, if you do the minimum, you get the minimum. Yeah, yeah. And I do, I do give people the option of the minimum. Yeah, I do tell people they don't have to check in every day. You don't have to watch the, all the videos. You only have to watch two. Yeah, technically, I give yeah. people this is the minimum. This is the least you can do physically and biologically, and it will still work. If you yeah. don't do this or you do less than this, it won't work. No, that's up to you. Yeah. This is the least you can do, and some people are happy getting the least. Yeah, but it might, minimum, it might only work short term. It might do. do you're exactly right. This is what, I, but I tell people that as well. I yeah. tell them if you do the minimum, you expect the minimum. Yeah. Your weight will come down, but the other five steps are slim. They're the supporting tools for weight maintenance after long and long term. Long term, success. they do help the weight loss while you're doing it. They do, but they're more about weight maintenance and management afterwards. Yeah. I, I literally say in the lectures, to the extent that you build the other five steps to slim into yeah. your program while you're doing it, increases your probability of staying slim at the end. Yeah. Is it helping your weight loss while you're doing it? A bit. Yeah, mm, it, it helps mm, a mm. bit. Like you said, a bit more protein, you're a bit less hungry. A few more steps, you lose weight a bit faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit here, a little bit yeah. there. It adds up, sure. But really, it's about if at the end of the program, you've not just starved yourself down, you're actually walking a bit more, you start doing a few exercises, you feel better, you eat a bit healthier, your protein intake's up a bit, so you're not quite as hungry. Mm. Your body, like you said, you feel better because you take your vitamin D as well and your fish oil, so you're actually getting your nutrition and your body's sending you the correct signals. We feel yeah. good. Yeah. We've got what we need. Yeah. This helps. It helps yeah. so much in the long term. So it's, it, you're exactly right. It's like anything. It's the more you put in, the more you get out, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, for the same money. Yeah. And it's the same as... Sorry, we, we are going on and on here, aren't we? But it's the same as at Slimming World, you had a package of things available but I reckon it was probably 80% of people who walked in, got weighed, walked out, and they paid the same amount. Yeah. 
And yet, in the classes afterwards, albeit there's a lot of people who say they don't like the format of the class or the clapping or what have you, but you did get lots of knowledge yeah. and lots of information from those. That was the time when I used to stand up and say, just to let you all know, this has changed on the programme, that's changed on the programme, now you can't have these for free, yes, you can have this for that, we're having a group get-together a week on Friday, blah, blah, blah. That, so I gave all the information out. And then all the information that came back of people saying, I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried the other, were in those group meetings afterwards. And they were the things that most people didn't stay till. They just got on the scales, got off and went. And then would say afterwards, well, I never knew about that. I never knew about that. Well, this because you didn't take everything that was on offer for your 4 95 or what have you. So once again, you know, pay your money and take as much from it as you can for that money. You're right, yeah. I can't remember the exact statistics. I don't know whether I said this on the Slum World podcast or not, but I remember one of the notes that I made was, I don't remember the exact stats, but Slum World have literally got stats on their website that shows that the people who stay to the meetings lose, I don't know, like 50% or 80% more will. weight or 100% more weight or, you know, way more. Yeah. Way more. They, they will. They, yeah, they will, yeah. It's because they care more, they're learning more. And they're because they've the got community. that belonging, they're, they're part they're, of the community. Yeah, they're part putting of the in group. more commitment, they're putting in more time into it, they're putting yeah. in more, it enhances your mindfulness to be around other people who are trying to do the same thing, it enhances your motivation. Yeah. It's just all these little bits that adds yeah. up to make a yeah. difference. Yeah. That I truly believe now and never used to. It's real, isn't it? It's yeah. real. When I heard about this ABC, and to be honest, I remember my first thought was, really? Yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking, he's, he's going ABC, this, that, you need to give people this. I thought, really? I mean, is that really what it is? Yeah. Um, and then I remember I was sat two-thirds of the way back in the lecture theatre, and I just saw somebody's hand go up. And they went, Stephen, I watched your videos on YouTube about this, and I've been doing this in my gym for one year. And the results are unbelievable. Somebody else, me too. Somebody else, I saw you say this yeah. on YouTube. And I'm going, like, hand, 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 me too. I've tried this, Stephen. It's yeah. thank you so much. And I thought, yeah. I mean, all right then. So that's, that is literally the spark of the Six Steps to Slim program yeah. for me was that guy giving that lecture yeah. that I didn't even know he was going to be there or who he was. Fate. Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe, yeah. Um, mm. But I... I'm forever in debt, in my opinion, to Chris Burgess and his company, Lift the Bar. They're, I don't know if I would have achieved any success in this industry without him or them. He mm. taught me everything on a base level when I was a beginner, because I was getting coached by him indirectly before I even started personal training, literally mm. before I'd even even had one client. I knew who he was and was listening to him and what he told me I should be doing. Yeah. Um, and he, even looking back now, I... I'm really glad that I happened across one of the correct people because mm -hmm. he set me up right from the beginning with the correct perspective. He always taught me right from the start, it's not about you. It's about helping other people. Don't worry about the money. Help people. What should I do, Chris? You should help as many people as possible. How should I do it? Any way that you can. What about this? Does it help people? Do it. Just literally go out, be nice, be supportive, find people, help them, get your skills up. Just do your best every single day. It'll work go you know just basics over and over again yeah. just focus on people help people and now still to this day i still yeah. do that i still do that yeah. try and put out information just try and help people and it just builds and yeah. builds and builds what do you think concluded yep done i think so one hour 33 <gasps> not bad wow what did you think to the in-person podcast yeah it was it was good it was good actually yeah yeah i don't know when i look afterwards and see myself and probably see my double chin and i don't watch my own the, videos oh i don't think i will look at well, it actually what have we just spoke about um 
Yeah. A lot of people have anxieties. I don't like the way I look on video. Mm -hmm. I don't like the way I sound on video. It, it doesn't matter if I like the way I look or the way I sound. It matters if this information that we've put across helps people. Yeah. If Well, if, hope, hopefully it will because... If people don't like my information for the way that I look, then screw you because yeah. it's not about the way that I look. No. It doesn't matter what my face looks like. It's about you and your healthy eating, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. It's not about my face, <laughs> for God's sake. Is it? It's, got nothing it's to just do with how me. cute you look in that pizza apron. In that apron. Hey, that's private talk now. Yeah. Sorry, it's gone out on podcasts. It's not private anymore. It's out there in the public domain. <laughs> it's been lovely to speak to you, though. Thank you that so, so much. That was very good. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Thank, Thank you, you ladies much. and gentlemen. We'll speak to you and we'll see you again soon.